0: this podcast is a proud member of culture box whether you enjoy geeky reviews comedy or original fiction you can open up the culture box and find something excellent for your soul point your web browser to culturebox.media
1: the cell cast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience
2: This is M.I.F.V. Special Report number three. And this is another episode of The Cellcast. Shorts. Although I don't know how short this is going to be. <laughs> our shorts episodes are never short. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they never are, although this will probably be a little bit shorter than normal for all of our shows. Of sure, Jimmy. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, it's too bad you're here because you scared Deal little away.
0: It just. Mm.
3: She
2: just dropped us off
3: and
0: then left. We don't know what happened. Sure I uh, yeah. Mean, I it turned into something. Yeah, <laughs> this time. Yeah, this time.
2: Yeah. Weird things happen to both uh, to all of us all the time. Mm, friends, yes, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, But I I had to do this. Yes. My
3: <laughs> Sorry, I've been waiting five years for that.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud though. He, he, t- he turned into dog for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the, that lit. is the
2: great way to transition. Oh no, again. That's a great way to transition <laughs> yeah, because oh. we're talking about the so about the Skull Island, air quotes up to the mic, anime. Yeah, opinions, opinions. Well, on Netflix. I'm like, okay, I, I, I didn't know it was even going to drop because in true Netflix fashion, they told everybody, hey, we're going to finally release the show we haven't talked about for like two years in three weeks or whatever, you know, in a month. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, um, okay. So uh, this is why it's a special report. The first special, re- special report I did was an experiment. The second one was a gag. So, you know. I don't know how often these are going yeah, to yeah. happen, but yeah. So we're talking. Whereas we're- these shorts for me and
3: Jacob are just random episodes that seem to be cover, whatever random subject we want to talk about. For, so. Yes,
2: for sure. And I'm like, okay, it's an animated series. I got to get the cell cast guys in on this because they are my animation experts. <laughs>
3: Although I guess to some degree, this could be a reaction, too. In
2: yeah, a way, this is yeah, also this true. Reaction.
3: This more yeah.
2: reaction. So, reaction? Sure. <laughs> we're changing the title. <laughs> I am Reactions altering works. the deal. Yeah. Pray I do not alter oh it any further. <laughs> You're welcome, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. Where is it? Anyone, I'm altering yeah. the title. Pray I do not alter it any further. That, <laughs> makes, that makes more sense. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm going to get through some, you know, as you guys would call it, info and stuff. But, you know, I'll be spearheading this a little bit. So this is an. Okay. First off, I just want to point out that Netflix is calling this an anime. If I might get on a yeah, little bit opinions. of a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> I do not consider this an anime because for me, it has to be from Japan to be anime because there's an intangible thing. If it's produced in Japan that American animes just don't have. So I don't consider them that. So sorry, people. I don't think avatar. The last airbender qualifies as anime, even though it looks a lot like an anime <laughs> This is why I always call it anime Mm style. Yes. Because it's
3: obviously aping the style of anime, but there's enough Americanisms in it. Yes,
2: aping. (laughs) Actually, Jimmy, you wanted this button.
0: There. (laughs) Either way. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And anyway, you were saying. It's an homage to the anime style. It has the... The style well, and somewhat of the feel to it, but it doesn't have the gusto or the the the, the, that, the prominence of it. That is, if you yeah.
3: mix it with the animation style of Godzilla the series.
2: Yeah, well, we'll unpack <laughs> that a little bit more when we talk when we get into you know a proper discussion. But yes. this was a Netflix anime released June twenty second, twenty twenty three. So mm-hmm. you know taken a little it, it, it's taken a little bit of effort to get all of our schedules to line up i was trying to i was you know wanting to get this released as close to the release of it as i could understandable yeah yeah, yeah. and it's
3: that we already had plans for the fourth of july yeah
2: that's for yeah we all did and yes. this the this was produced by legendary television because so, it's part of the monster verse although i think right it It's place in the monster versus dubious, but we'll get into that. And it was the animation was done by powerhouse animation. Who's done Mm. several projects for Netflix, most notably Mm. the Castlevania show. And they did that revival of masters of the universe. That was incredibly divisive. Like most modern revivals are. So, you know, right. we'll just leave it at that. That's a can of kaiju worms, I, uh, or in this case, a can of graboids. I do not feel like opening.
3: <laughs> but they're also the ones that have done, like, all the 2D animation for Sonic the Hedgehog in the last couple of mm-hmm. years. True. And
2: they have also done animation for the Dawn of the Monsters video game. So they've That's done right. other kaiju projects. Yes. And Dawn of the Monsters is a fantastic game, in case anyone was wondering. So i just... Thought I would bring that up. So it, here's the thing: this was announced in 2021, and then we didn't really hear anything for it. The writer uh, is yes, writer, creator, executive producer, director, showrunner. Yeah, you know, you know, he wears basically all the hats. His name was Brian Duffield. I had to look this guy up because, well, opinions. And I found out that this gentleman has actually worked on something else that even if you don't consider it kaiju, it's at least kaiju adjacent. That being Love and Monsters, the 2020 film. Hmm. And Underwater. But I haven't seen Underwater. But I, from my kaiju podcast friends have told me Underwater is technically kaiju. Yeah, that's one of Kristen Stewart. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, knowing yeah, that I'm looking,
3: I'm looking through his IMDb right now and I am not impressed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> other than Love and Monsters, I've seen Love and Monsters. Love and Monsters is actually pretty good. I mean, the fact that he wrote the Divergent series Oh, excuse me, he movie. wrote Love and Monsters, he didn't direct it. Correction. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote it, so which again, anyway. opi- again, opinions. So yeah, there, but there a wasn't anything uh, will be
3: spread around tonight,
2: right?
0: True. He also he also produced cocaine bear. He, he did. Cocaine bear. Yeah. He produced that. Oh boy, that exists. Yeah, that is a that is a thing that exists. That isn't that is a thing. That I is a I'd thing. Watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh,
2: God help me if I have a patron who decides to it th- uh, tries to sponsor cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like I said, it was announced in January 2021. There was basically nothing on it. Like, I think the most we got was a teaser poster of a Kong footprint on the beach of Skull Island. That was it.
3: Hmm. And that's about as generic as anything you can do with this stuff. Uh-huh, and
0: uh-huh. After that.
2: uh-huh. And I I am not 100% convinced that this wasn't originally a non-MonsterVerse project that they tried to shoehorn into the MonsterVerse, because I can
3: see it maybe being like a King
2: Kong project. Yeah, because Kong does uh, have one foot in public domain.
3: Yeah, yeah. so at least that. Because I know there's actually isn't there like a, Dis, a Disney Plus show based on Kong that's some, they're
2: in trying to get it made. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, I could see that, and then they got Legendary in on it, and so they tried to make it fit in, but... Eh. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll get, get into it. it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get in, into man. it, because we'll it's there. supposed we'll to take place in the 90s. So it's between Kong Skull Island. That's the other problem with this, is now I have to make a distinction between Skull Island, the TV show, and Kong Skull Island, the movie. So it's between that and Godzilla 2014 and... They never say it takes place in the nineties. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. None of these characters act like they're living in the nineties. No, the technology barely make... registers as nineties. And supposedly yeah. from what I was reading, it's supposed to be 1992, 1993 thereabouts. And I'm like, mm. you did a terrible job communicating that. Yeah. Also yeah, this, that, this could have happened at any time. It really could have also, I'm seeing on here on IMDb that another production studio that was that helped out with this was something called Tractor Pants.
3: That's got to be like the audio studio that did the act that recorded the the audio. Maybe uh, the, the the acting. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, voice acting. Yes, acting. Yes, thank yeah. you.
2: So, you know, and then just some other quick nuggets to mention here. And this is something I did observe while watching it. The episodes were produced in a one seventy eight one aspect ratio, but all of the flashbacks were two thirty nine one, so they are even more widescreen.
3: Well, yeah, one's more your yeah. standard television definite mm-hmm. dimensions; the other is cinematic.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I can't find at least with a quick cursory search, I can't find too much information on the production of the show. It just hasn't come up near as I can tell, but it I is the first I, traditionally I looked- animated King Kong series since Kong, the animated series from 2001. Mm-hmm. There is a CGI show on Netflix, but nobody talks about it because it's terrible.
3: Hmm. I looked up what else that tractor pants studio did to try and figure out what they did. And the only other thing they've worked on is the new tomb Raider show. Oh boy. But they just appear to be post production. So, oh boy, that shouldn't tell you much. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, only yeah. two
0: things they've done hmm. so far. Yeah. But anyway,
2: but anyway, but anyway, uh, you know, like I said, not, I can't find a whole lot about it. You know, it, little bits of trivia here and there that we'll probably get into while we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish there was. Uh, I wish there was some more. But to do a quick rundown on the cast we have here, so our our main cast members are Nicholas Cantu. I hope I said the right as Charlie May Whitman as Annie. Oh boy, but yeah. May Whitman May Whitman actually has a pedigree, a pretty extensive pedigree, in both live action and animation. She has voiced Batgirl in a few mm-hmm. DC projects. She was one of the evil exes in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I can't remember her name. I think it was Roxy something. I can't. It was
3: remember. Roxy Richter.
2: Roxy Richter. That's right. Which, so that's actually how I know her. I also know her because she was the president's daughter in Independence Day. And I just rewatched yeah. that with my family. <laughs> hmm. So I was looking up her filmography. I was like, oh, man, she's done a lot of stuff. She was in an episode of Godzilla, the series. It's like all these things. Well, this is actually kind of cool. You got a lot of stuff. In oh, this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. This show. We'll get to that. Yeah. And then we have Darren Barnett as Mike. Those are our three main characters. You could honestly call them teenage Kenny's. Pretty much. We'll get into that. Benjamin Brat as Cap. I don't know why he's listed as a main cast member here on Wikipedia because he's only in one episode. Betty yeah, Gilpin as like Irene. The episodes. Yeah, he,
0: he'd be like, yeah, he's in most of them. Yeah, oh Charlie's Cap. Dad. Not
2: Okay. I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of a You're different thinking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Cap is yeah, the dad. Is Cap episode. is the dad. Yeah. yeah. Cap is the dad. Phil Lamar as Sam. And then mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Frida or Frida, but it's F-R-Y-D-A. I think it's Frida. Probably yeah. Frida. Frida Wolf Frida. as Island Girl. Couldn't bother That's to character. give her a name. Yeah, agreed. Really, guys? And then Tanya Gunadi as Islander. I don't even know which one it is. There were a lot of those guys. Exactly. You miss
3: John DiMaggio as Crybaby Merc you know oh yeah this
2: thing <laughs> cuz i don't for know if that second. was i don't know if that was meant to be funny or in very poor taste <laughs> i don't know either uh the, what the most confusing part for me is thomas Tull is listed as an executive producer and i don't know if that was just because they usually put his name on anything monsterverse cuz i don't think he's been involved with legendary since king of the monsters 2019
3: maybe he had something to do with it early on before
2: he left that's the only thing i I can think uh, that's the only thing i can think of but anyway it was eight episodes mercifully short and spoiler warning they're only about one and a half of them are good (laughs) in our opinion yeah Uh, yeah
3: because yeah. apparently, critical opinion disagrees with us. I don't yeah. trust
2: the critics anymore.
3: <laughs> I haven't trusted the critics since I was very little.
2: As you sh- as you should. As Except you us. Should. Listen to us. We're good critics. Yeah. yeah yes. Apparently. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> I will have none of that from you, Jimmy. Just do not doubt my powers of criticism. Anyway, uh, I don't know what we, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to, how we would do a plot synopsis for this. I will just read the official description for this because we're going to unpack all the details of this. I don't normally do this, but here we go. So. The official description reads as thus, a new chapter in Legendary's MonsterVerse franchise. Skull Island is a thrilling animated adventure series that follows shipwrecked characters desperate to escape the most dangerous place on Earth, a mysterious island home to prehistoric monsters, including the greatest titan of them all, Kong.
3: I have some issues with some adjectives in that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, that's... I hate to break it to you guys, but that is basically every skull Island story ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the skull Island movie. People get, uh, get stranded on Island want to get off Island. So yeah, I guess we'll talk. Except that'll be the, all right. Except the movie was better. Uh, yes, but it okay. I didn't like so film. I should well, have issues with the film too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, you mean the, the movie or the show? I'm confused. No, no, no. We were saying the movie was better than the show. Yeah. And we both have problems with the movie. Got it. (laughs) Anyway. So since we're already there, I should mention this. We are going to be borrowing from our friend, Ben Avery over at strangers and aliens. And welcome to level seven among other podcasts. (laughs) So I guess with apologies to Ben Avery we will be stealing his little analysis quadrant that he likes to use for on a lot of his podcasts so we'll be talking ab- about this anime in terms of its plot character style and theme and we're already talking about the plot so let's get into it with the plot so yes yeah I was gonna be honest with you I knew even before they were announcing details for this that i already knew I was like i know what if you're calling it Skull Island i already know what the story is people get stranded on Skull Island have to get off the island that is you know yeah. that's the original kong that's actually most kong movies <laughs> yeah basically so you know if only for I, a little I, while I,
3: it, admittedly, I did not pay attention to the lead up on this at all. Mm-hmm. So when I watched the trailer, I was kind of open. Oh, well maybe this is explaining monarch setting up the big base that we see in, in Godzilla versus Kong. No. And I thought, That's what we were getting. though
2: no. No. no, no. It's nope. just nope. the, the same story you get in. Like I said, in most, con- even if it's not the entire movie, it's still a part of it. People get on the right. island, want to get off it because trust me. I've talked to the scientists here on Monster Island. Everything on Skull Island wants to kill you. <laughs> Everything. Right. Mm-hmm. If you find something friendly on Skull Island, it's probably only going to be friendly for about 5 minutes.
0: And then it's going to try to
2: eat you. Of course. You look tasty. Cuz you nom, are nom, tasty nom, nom. and go good with ketchup. I don't know. Yeah. But yes. uh, uh, Skull, I saw some top of it.
3: Skull Island ketchup made Skull, from real ketchup mo- ketchup bugs.
2: I don't know if those are real, but I will talk to someone to find out. But so here's the thing. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Probably. But here's the thing. Even if it is the same plot, you would expect where the show could have excelled was in the details. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Agreed.
2: That's what, if you're going to use that kind of a story, you have to make the details work. Why are they stranded on the Island? is there other things going on on the Island? you know we'll get into the characters later but you know it's like that's where you have to you know excel to use a shout out to my friends nick and tim over on derailed trains of thought because they talk about the show all the time that's what made the show lost interesting we've seen Mm -hmm. plenty of stories about people get stranded on an island well what made lost so compelling one was the characters and two weird things are going on all the time on the island so there's this big mystery and that is a part where i do think this show stumbles because they rarely do that <laughs> they barely have enough time to do anything
3: the way the way this thing is plotted out because every couple minutes something is attacking them which makes sense yeah it's, that should be happening on this island but there's never really a break anywhere in this story until mm-hmm. episode 7 yeah.
2: everything Everything's like diff- a fast clip right yeah. so
3: they, barely, they they don't even know what's happening to each other most of the time much right. less us keeping up with
2: it right yeah. so which is why episode 7 really stands out because it is completely different from the rest of the show and yes yes. we'll we'll get to praising that one here in a minute yeah i mean i don't know which category we're gonna i mean i what makes it it up in in
3: style because i figure that's where i can talk about animation
2: yeah 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 yeah. it's just like when i got to episode seven i I, all i kept thinking is why isn't the whole show like this yes exactly why isn't the the whole show like this because it has actual pathos I am invested in the characters. It's Kong centric. That's the other problem that this has yeah, Kong's is Kong is even, Kong is not in it nearly enough. Kong yeah. is in three
3: episodes. And when he's not on screen, you can't, you, he is not present in your mind. You're never asking where is Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Other than, I'm watching a Skull Island show. Where is Kong? Yeah, yeah. now it's he makes like, his oh, they're un- they're constantly either being pro- they're never constantly being protected or attacked by Kong. so he's not he's just there. yeah, granted he's a side out of mind. Granted, he seems depressed mo- through most of
2: this, and by... there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah which,
3: well, Yeah, but at the same anyway we'll
2: get there yeah we'll we'll get there. we'll get there we'll get there a little bit later but that i do think that was a misstep there i do think kong should have had more of a presence if your yes. goal was to make this character driven i understand that mm-hmm. you may not so you may not necessarily want kong in there all the time you know it, you don't right. want to overplay kong i get it
3: But then your individual episode Kaiju threats need to be bigger than they are. Yeah. That's the other yeah.
2: issue. Most of these, they
3: just feel like regular odd animal, alien animals, basically. Yeah. You know yeah. I Cause you like the, the, the kaiju.
2: Yeah. The, 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 be- the, the crabs on the beach. Weirdly enough, I've seen a movie that was kind of like that. There was a time I was working for a publication it's not really around anymore called called giga geek magazine. And I don't even remember what the name of the movie was, but it was basically like tremors on the beach, but it was like these, it was this, I can't remember what it was, but it was like these weird creatures that hid under the sand. And if they heard something on the ground, they would jump up and grab it. But it wasn't like, they weren't like worms or anything. almost like these thread creatures that would just come up and just grab people. It was weird, but right. You know, it, so you've got these crab monsters, and then there was one with the croc. Mm-hmm. Even though oh, I've heard some people say it's not, it doesn't. They call it a croc, but it doesn't. It's not really a croc if you understand animal anatomy. You it's know,
3: closer to an alligator than it's a croc. Closer to an alligator.
2: Yeah. I will admit that was probably the most. That was that that chase with the uh, with it was pretty exciting. Yeah. Although there's some pri- well, there's some glaring thing, was- animation errors in it, unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah But at
3: least what they called the croc, it was at least smart enough and at least threatening enough. Yeah, that yeah. they couldn't get away from it fast
2: enough. Yeah. right. And it was and unlike so many of the others. Right. Now, Big Bird. Now oh, there gosh. are hints at Kong throughout, but I I would I did feel like Kong needed a stronger presence in there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because also
3: I have some logistical questions. I did not understand the way that place was set up, but we'll get to that. Yeah, in a well, g-
2: join the club. Skull I don't Skull Island, yeah, it's just the topography of Skull Island never make and never entirely makes sense in here. And yeah, so anyway, so there's a bit of a build up to Kong and it was worth when he was on screen, it was worthwhile, but he needed to be on there more. The other thing that they were building toward almost more than Kong really was his Kaiju foe in this, which I think people have taken to calling it the Kraken.
3: They call it the Kraken because that's, what's written on the concept art that Duffield put on there. I, on the other hand, prefer to call it Octo
2: shrimp. Octo shrimp. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't blame it there. Or maybe they could, if they really wanted to be classy about this, they could have called it like Skilla or charybdis. I would have, yes. that would have made me happy, you know, because I'm that kind of a guy. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't try to call it Ebera or something similar. Yeah, that that wouldn't have worked. And that's a one heck of a mutated Ebera. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ebera and uh, uh, die. what is it? Diode. I can't remember the giant octopus that was on Faroe Island. Yeah. So but the one that was a live act
3: octopus on the live
2: octopus, uh, well, there were two of them, and AG super a ate one, ate one of them, yes, yeah. <laughs> he ate one of his special effects.
3: Well, when you get the chance, yeah, yeah. Nom,
2: nom, nom, and, besides, nom, nom. and
3: then he probably just went down to, the, down to the local fish market to pick yeah. those two octopus up. For I'm the show. sure,
2: but here's <laughs> yeah. the thing though, we talk about how episode seven is great because it is so very different from the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. But the here's the thing that dawned on me. That episode is almost completely divorced from everything else. It exists yeah. just for the audience. What to happens, degree, in, that, what happens am, in that episode has almost no effect on the characters in the present.
3: I am half convinced, even though I have no proof, that that had to have been like a short that they made to shop the idea around and then when netflix and legendary bought into it they made the rest of the show around that instead of making it based on that yeah
0: the the only thing i could think of because it's, it's an entirely different setup i mm-hmm. agree they, they also tie in episode eight with that with like, oh, I know how to get Kong to do this, but it's just like it's just out of left field that one of our beloved characters just knows how to do this. Charlie, and knows, Charlie knows about it because
3: he was in the temple. He was, but how he, how you tell this whole story and all and 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 then end it with Charlie saying. Well, I saw this uh, this necklace in there. He really liked. We ought to go steal it. That'll get him down to the beach. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm I'm sorry. Like, you just gave me this whole story uh-huh. that made that, that broke my heart. Uh-huh. This beautifully animated piece of cinematography. Yeah. And you have to
2: end the episode with the stupidest line in the show. Yeah. Oh, you mean our favorite character laughing? What a buzzkill! Mm-hmm. But but the, and the, see, and that's the thing. When you get to the end. I like the climax. It's a good kaiju fight, and it makes yeah. sense. One thing that's kind I will give the plotting of this some credit, is they established that there is a, even though this is an overused trope in the monster verse so far, there is a rivalry between Kong and the Kraken because they will not venture onto each other's turf. Kong will not go in the water, and the Kraken will not leave the water. Mm-hmm. And they the basically, really
3: can't leave the water. That is true. Yeah.
2: But they, what's fun is that they kind of taunt each other. And I will admit, I think it's in like episode four or five. Shout out to Ryan Collins, the Omni viewer. Hashtag throw the whale.
3: <laughs> yes. That was epic. Yeah. I like watching it, that going, like, I thought I understood what this show was, but that's a whale. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a whale
2: yeah I and and the Omni viewer was saying is like is that what we're like kaiju fans are just going to sh- say to each other from now on when they want to challenge each other instead of like throwing down the gauntlet it's hashtag throw the whale <laughs> I need I that admit, to become a thing like that's the one good thing we can get out of the show is when that, that
3: moment, when that moment happened my little thirst first thought was Okay, we in the past have said when a when a, tele, when, when a property is starting to go downhill that it's jumped the shark. <laughs> when something so ridiculous happens on screen, it kills anything the movie was trying to do. Is nuking the fridge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is throw the whale the next thing? Is it the next step in this? I, I'm wondering. Keep your
2: whale anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good lord Whoa, so man. with
0: producers like you <laughs> and the, the line that always comes to mind is like the the famous movie twister back in the 90s that <laughs> cow another cow no i think that's the same cow <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: I, I see and that's what makes it frustrating there are a lot of writing issues in this the biggest oh problem that this show has is the scripts yeah, yeah. and the plotting in it they found, I couldn't believe it. It's like the plot in this is pretty simple and straightforward and they still found Mm -hmm. ways to screw it up, but then it has these flashes of brilliance, like episode seven, the final, uh, you know, the climactic Kaiju fight. Oh yeah. Hashtag throw the whale. Like it has these flashes, but, yeah, it's even not Amy's backstory
3: where she meets Dog is done well. Yeah, so well done. I w- yeah,
2: we'll get it. We'll get into that. I will admit that flashback was also pretty effective. But I, once I saw that flashback, not only did it not accomplish what it was trying to do, which was generate some sympathy, it also confused me because I'm like, I don't see how the character went from that to this. <laughs> But anyway, do we have any more thoughts on the plot? I think we've unpacked that pretty well.
3: Outside of the plot having its issues, it's a standard plot, and it's yeah, I don't know, it's nothing to really to write home about. Yeah, I think it's meant to be a bit it, of a, it's a
2: good setup for a better story along the way, right? But well, uh, well, a part of me doesn't want another story to come, right? So. Yeah, looking at uh, looking at my notes here, I do think this we didn't mention this. I do think this was also intended to be a bit of not a bit. It was also intended to be a coming of age story because we have teenage characters in this two boys in particular. And I think this was meant to be like this adventure that they go on where they get ripped right out of their comfort zone. And they, they basically go from being boys to men, not the band, Mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? And I, I don't think that was entirely accomplished either. (laughs) And then no, the ending is weird. The actual ending if, is weird. If this is supposed to be
3: a coming of age story, they didn't come of age.
2: No. no, there's still the same. There was no character growth in this. So no. And then, like I said, okay, let's talk about this a little bit. The ending in this is incredible. Like I said, is really weird. Yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's sequel baiting. It's sequel baiting. Exactly. Cause there it, is no ending. It, there's yeah. There's no it real ending because it goes from, Oh, we're on skull Island. Oh, Kong just, Killed the kraken in a very mortal com uh, mortal combatish way because that's what yes. the, that's what the monster verse does, where he just rips the dang thing in half over his head because that's what yeah. you do, and then, then suddenly her head hit
3: on a rock and now and they now conveniently don't have to animate anything while she heads to New York or yeah, yeah, where yeah because she wakes up in a that? hospital yeah and so we don't know what happened to Cap or to, to Mike or to Charlie. Yeah, yeah, because the island, damn, the quote unquote Islanders, yeah.
2: the Islanders show up, and I don't know if they're supposed to be the Iwi or not. If those are the Ewe, the Iwi are, it got really different. <laughs> yeah, why are they speaking English? That exactly. too. I have so many unanswered questions. That, and that's like that's the one thing I have to ding, even episode seven about because I'm like, if these are the Ewe, the Ewe are really different in this compared mm-hmm. to the Skull Island movie or even the comic books. You see, because you see yeah. the Ewe a little bit in some of the tie-in comic books. I just I don't get it. <laughs> There's a lot about this show I don't get. Yes. Yeah. I I, I just. Mm. Anyway, so we'll move on to uh, you were itching to talk about style. So we'll go to style yeah. next. So yeah,
3: animation wise, I would call this 2.5, 2.2 you know, D vector art mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, It's not cell animation because it's not on cells mm-hmm. for episodes one through six. I'd say the animation is competent. It's not clearly pushing anything. It's doing its job and it's not doing anything special. Eight. Yeah. A- Eight is, I will give eight some props in that they tried to do some hard stuff, especially the, after they steal the necklace and you have that shot of them running around, running towards the camera while the landscape is is going back. That's Mm -hmm. a tough Thing to do in animation, mm-hmm. especially 2D animation, but they didn't quite do it good enough because you they didn't vary the distance between yeah. the camera and them and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the characters, so it really does look like a Super Nintendo game, but with better graphics. Uh, <laughs> but episode eight, episode seven. Yes. Oh, my word. That is an animation masterwork in my Agreed. opinion.
0: I think just, just for that episode, watching episode seven uh-huh. is worth it. Just like the, the don't movie. even watch the rest of it. Just load up episode seven yeah, and yeah,
3: enjoy please. this. Nice just Yeah. Load up episode film.
2: seven and then skip the last shut 30 seconds.
3: Once you see the, the, I only said resolution. That's not what that's called. The aspect ratio start to change. Shut it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Once the black bars go away just shut it off. You don't need to see those last couple seconds.
0: you no. like you have so much so much depth in like how they animate yeah. Kong's expressions and how oh he Oh my gosh, that was his, so his his good. In that.
2: So good. Oh my god, It gosh. was so good. And I, the whole and yeah. again, I was like why isn't the whole show like this? Yeah, it, it, I would have killed for this entire show to be
3: Island Girl and Kong going on adventures. Yes. That's, oh. I would have loved that. You could even Keep her speaking whatever the native language is she's speaking there. I'm not I don't even sure. It, it sounds subtitles. almost like French or Spanish. I was thinking Spanish, but yeah. it was just different enough. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to guess. Yeah. But keep it like that. Because that's the thing is you don't even need the dialogue we get, even though it's translated. Yeah. Yeah. Subtitled. Right. You don't need it because you understand
2: everything that's going on on screen. Yeah. there's. Is, I think that oh, episode man. has the least amount of dialogue, too. Yeah. But it's because it doesn't need it. It doesn't. It's, it's very visual.
3: Get the whole story just on animation alone. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. oh my word. Yeah. Now, though, know, so granted, I love that line. hers. I love the, at the beginning that line where she says, "You're not a king. You're just a stupid old ape. You, you know, you're and a and stu- that, you're oh, just so a good. stupid
2: animal. Stupid, stupid Which animal." Which comes and back later, and we'll get to. I think we can get to that when we talk about the characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but I I sorry. will tell it, you I, like
3: that whole plot that uh, that plot, but that whole style of that animation. That's like, oh my word, this is what the show needed to
2: be. Right, yeah. right, right. Because we and we hinted at it at the beginning. It's got anime influence for sure. It does. But yeah. if you look at what else Powerhouse has done, there's definitely an anime influence. They also have a lot of American flair to what they've done. I've not watched right. Castlevania or. The uh, or the Masters of the Universe thing. I have played Dawn of the Monsters, so I'm familiar with their work there. Yeah. But from what I have seen of what they've done for Netflix, is like I said, they have an American flair. They have these very robust, rugged characters, very muscular. And you know, mm-hmm. which I, w- I was like, okay, I can understand why you would want Powerhouse to work on a Skull Island show because you want to bring that kind of you know, we'll say hyper-masculine energy to this, particularly with Kong, and, you know, do it, and have all these crazy monsters and things running around, even if our characters are not going to be jacked like He-Man. I, you know, I I, I would still Mm -hmm. expect them to, you know, to do that. But I will admit, in terms of, in terms of character design in this, our human, our human characters are fine. There's nothing terribly memorable, but I don't think necessarily could have the kind of characters that we have here, we have teenage kids, we have scientists, we have some soldiers, you know, you're not necessarily going to make the designs really pop it. Again, you would have to make the writing and the characterization be where they really shine in that regard. Mm, However, yeah. they had an opportunity to do some crazy stuff with monster design. What did you guys think of the monster designs in this? You mean the, uh, overgrown Pokemon. <laughs> yeah i think that tells me everything
3: yeah i mean don't get me wrong the actual designs of these things for for most of them and, and i'll include dog in this yeah i actually do like the looks of them but the problem is the way they must have come up with these monsters is like okay we need got a piece of aloe vera and we got a <laughs> dinosaur let's just cram those things together or as a hedgehog i'm yeah. sorry, Fusion. Yeah. Ah, yeah i'm going that's just that's just bulbasaur
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i I, I mean i will say it is a bit of a kong tradition to just have glorified animals in these yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not complaining because i mean this is just supposed to be the quote-unquote the
3: wildlife
2: that wandered up from hollow earth yeah. But yeah. I saw a quotation from Mr. Duffield who said that, oh, this show is about the Hollow Earth without being in the Hollow Earth. Okay. Well, maybe yeah, you it could refers do to that, it. But, but
3: I don't know. This still feels like they were trying so hard to hold all of their secrets for season two instead of actually doing something with season one.
2: Yeah. yeah. So we have a, cro- a croc, which is more like a gator. We've talked about the crabs. Yeah. yeah. We had, the, we've talked about the Kraken. The Kraken is probably the wildest monster design in this, yeah, you know, where yeah. it's half squid. Which I actually squid. do like
3: the design of the Kraken.
2: Yeah, well, what's crazy about the Kraken is that it's kind of a fusion of a shellfish, an octopus, and a squid, because some of its tentacles yeah. look like octopus tentacles, some look like squid tentacles. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it got a lo- bit of a shellfish look to it when you actually see the body. Yeah, you know, Kong looks yeah. like Kong. You know, not a whole lot you can do there, and yeah, th- I think honestly, one outside of the, the skull crawler shows up. Yeah, there's one really skull did. crawler for about twenty right. seconds, and I was, I was like, really? That's that's all we're getting. The skull crawlers
3: those things are supposed to be like all over the place
2: yeah, so, yeah. yeah. again I'm starting to wonder if this was originally not a monster first project because I was expecting there would be more skull crawlers yeah.
3: skull crawlers are supposed to re- like re- reproduce like rats for crying yeah. out loud
2: yeah yeah and they're supposed to be all over the place but I don't know so that so that's a little goofy and it's if it's 20 years after skull island which was in the 70s you expect there would be a lot more of those things running around yeah mm-hmm. but i would say honestly other than that i mean there's some weird plant life that they deal with which was kind of interesting one of which basically turns into audrey too <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> tries to to eat irene which was it which was interesting and, yeah
3: i i hate to admit it but i was sitting there going Yes, eat, eat, <laughs> eat your fill. Don't but, let this character come back. Yeah, they know who she is, even though they haven't said who yes, she is yet. Yeah, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, you know that the plot twists in this I'm are sorry. not that are not that impressive. We have to go back to plot with you know when we find I out, keep, oh, oh, characters. Irene is Annie's mother. I'm like, I kind of saw that coming, guys. Yeah, uh, like
0: four gee,
3: episodes. Ago. It's not like they don't look similar to each to other. other at oh.
2: all Ooh. yeah so you know their attempts at plot twists for serviceable at yeah, best i think but honestly other than that i think other than like i said the kraken who just looks wild kong who has cultural weight to him the only monster and well and then the 20 seconds of the skull crawling, the only monster really stood out to me were the crazy chameleons from episode Oh yeah I, I love those chameleon that chameleon fight the chameleon mm-hmm. fight was good because the they weren't as big as Kong, but they were attacking as a pack and yeah, they yeah. were a vicious and aggressive and their camouflage ability made them incredibly difficult to deal with.
3: I, I love the way they animated the skin color changing when they mm-hmm. got hit mm-hmm. and yes. everything. Yeah. It's like, I've, that was good. I've seen so many other things with a chameleon where they just barely do anything with the skin color changing. And I, I just love how it worked here. Mm-hmm especially when he's crawling up uh, Kong's back and he turns black, just as black as his fur. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Oh, Okay. There is that one,
2: uh, there is one other creature I forgot from the movies that's in this, but it's only a cameo as a, as a corpse. And that's the skur Buffalo. He... The water Buffalo looking thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I and do then, remember him being there. Yeah. And then at I mean the there's time
3: they like you say, this just feels like it was shoved in there to say, see, we're connected to Monsterverse. See? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then we what, get what, there. What uh, I'm looking at the full list of all the other monsters in this and uh, a lot of them are just they're just you know incidental creatures that we see. A lot of them are giant insects, some birds. Yeah. Yeah, we you got a big bird in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big bird. There's a giant ant because them! And the Venus flytrap, centipede. See, I thought those ants in Final Fantasy XIV, so I know what that's like. Yeah. Uh, something called a night boy? I don't remember the night boy, but... I don't know what night boy is either. Yeah, but you know, the other thing I want to mention in terms of the style is is the acting style in this. I've heard some interesting analyses about how the actors are performing in this. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like the style of right. It, it feels like two different. Well, not just two, I think several different styles that they try to mash together. The teenagers feel like they, they feel like either. I mean, if it's supposed to be the early nineties, they would, they're either depending on how you look at it. They're either, late Gen Xers or early millennials but they act more like zoomers including some pretty light with honestly i think pretty lame zoomer humor which just feels out of place yeah and the adults while i would say they aren't as annoying in that regard i was talking with my friend michael about this you know from my co-host from the power trip and he feels like with the adults it seemed like they were trying to do the uh, office style humor and Mm -hmm. it's not landing. Yeah, totally understand that. And some of the actors performances are just kind of goofy in that regard. They don't Mm -hmm. really help these characters. I would, I have to say, and that became very abundant to me. That became abundantly clear. I should say to me when I saw the second trailer for this show, and that's when we actually got to hear the performances and the dialogue and I'm like, really, guys? It's like I cringe so hard in that when I watched the trailer and I heard, you know what they should have called this place, not Great Island.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh god. Well,
3: the way that line was written, and this is just me, me playing devil's advocate here. It could have worked had they been under more stressful situations, but they're not, for the most part. Yeah, they're being chased by monsters all the time, but. There's also long stretches where they're not being chased by monsters and it ain't dog that's helping them with that. Mm-hmm. It's just there's not
2: as many there. Yeah. And they th- I'm looking over some of the just the what I thought were just awful lines that I because a lot of my notes, if you saw my notes, I would put eye roll emojis to them depending on how cringy I thought it was. I got up to five <laughs> yes. in some regards.
3: Uh, I'm going to admit something here that for three episodes, I was building a gumplo instead of while I was watching. So I may not have paid as close attention as I would have liked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like some of the lines, the middle of this, the middle of this show is very dull. Yeah. It's very dull. Yeah. But it's just the writing is they dull. love weirdly
2: repeating things. And cause they think it's funny. It's like, I already hurt you. You got hurt. What? <laughs> The that rock yelled at you, and now yes. there's guns. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. called the they're they're called a
3: private military. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Oh, this. I feel like this line could have been good, but it just didn't land. Which is, I feel like shooting is worth a shot. <laughs>
0: It was it was like the writer the writers or writers were sitting there. It's like how how cringy can we make every line and make mm-hmm. the voice actors just deadpan it half the entire time and be like for me be like kind of like Drew be like I sat there and I had to pause this thing multiple times watching it. I was like really they said that. Really, oh how about this one? Stabby what? no worky. <laughs>
3: I've heard that used and actually work, but not here.
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb, 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 dumb. It would help if there was an intelligent character on this show.
2: Exactly. Yeah. There well, you, you have characters who are supposed to be intelligent, but it's not. They really don't come across as intelligent.
3: There's not an ounce of wisdom on this island
2: yeah not really not really but that's we'll get to that when we get to the characters but like mm, I yeah, said sorry. I feel like the animation mm. the animation has some pretty major issues uh, at points mm. but the honestly the animation might might overall be the most impressive thing on here other than episode, like everything although admittedly everything in episode 7 just works <sighs>
3: There are animation errors at points
2: in here that
3: would be fixed with like another round of polish. Right. Yeah. It really feels like this got rushed out almost not at the last minute, but mostly someone saw and said, Oh, that's good enough. And then just stuck it out there. Right. Because there's parts of this that look good. Like they're trying stuff. That's uh, that in some places as hard to do. Yeah. But there's also parts where it's like, really?
0: This is what you're, do you think this is good enough? The whale scene, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. It it was like, why don't, why aren't, like I said, it has flashes of brilliance, you know, with all this stuff. It needs another round of polish.
0: Right. Right. Like the, the characters walk cycles for the most part are pretty good. I would agree, be like some of the, the like the characters walking, their motions are good for the most part. And then the others more be like, all they're doing is moving the shoulders. There's no, you know, full body. Well, I motion. mean, that's an anime
3: kind of trope. Right. Can it work. I agree. I agree. But there there are instances where it feels like there's, there's art and passion behind this. Yeah. And then there's other parts. That feels like we are making a quick buck and we do not care.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, even, it's like, it, it's never consistent. Yeah. You take, like past powerhouse works like mm-hmm. Dracula, which Dracula was done incredibly Castlevania? well. Castlevania? So, Castlevania. Sorry. Castlevania. Sorry. Castlevania. Dracula's in done. it. Yeah, Dracula's in it. But Castlevania is done very well. Its animation is done very well. Masters Universe Revelation, which I, I like, I have my own opinions on. I enjoyed it, but I'm in the minority with some people. But with how that was animated, I thought it was done brilliantly animation wise. I thought it was done very well in this. You see that the the exact kind of progression they were doing with the animation, but then it's like, they were like having to maybe like their, their budget was cut at some point. So they do like take some major, major, like I'm wondering if it was the budget
2: was cut or if perhaps it was hurt by the pandemic. (sighs) They started this in 2021. Yeah. I mean,
3: they announced it in twenty. I looked. I looked up where this studio is located. Texas. And it's in Texas. So yeah, in your native Texas. Up. Yeah, yes. it would. Tex, Texas was pretty much open in twenty twenty one. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, Austin may have been because this would have been in Austin. Yeah, that may have been a little bit more locked down, and they may have had to. May have been some more working from home, which could have hurt it a little bit, maybe. But for the most part, I, I really does feel like. They needed another six months on the animation.
2: Probably would have benefited from that. I yes. but I, and I it wa- wouldn't helped the acting. It wouldn't. No, I don't think so because I don't know. It just no. the performances generally mm-hmm. were not working for me because a lot of times the characters were not acting how you would how you would expect them to do that. Cap for a while the dad was kind of the best character, but then he started behaving weird because he's having a little too much. Awe at everything, you know, too much wonder at everything. It's like, yeah, all of the stuff you're wondering at wants to kill you. Just thought Mm -hmm. I would remind you about that. I get it. Skull Island is, you know, is inhabited by some of some really wondrous creatures, but they all want to kill you, just Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just like everything in it is just weird, Mm -hmm.
3: huh? Agreed. I was just saying, you are not safe while you are still on this island. Is that, no. Not until Monarch gets their butts out here. And
2: yeah. Maybe- and that's another thing. It's like, where the heck is Monarch? while I was waiting for Irene to say that she was working for Monarch.
3: I still think she is, but there's nothing that tells you that. How do you do a Monsterverse thing and not mention Monarch at some point? They're the main characters sure. of this.
2: Stuff. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. All right. They're the connective tissue. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I know that, that we're going to have a lot to say about the character. So let's move on into what I expect will be the shortest portion of our discussion. And that's theme. I'm having a hard time really latching onto anything outside of episode seven. Episode seven is full of so many riches but yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, but the rest of this, like I said, it's like it's supposed to be coming of age. There's also a lot of stuff about f- I will admit I like that it's very pro-family because mm-hmm. the, you know you have the two boys. Like their whole thing is like, like everybody gets stranded on the island, and the two boys are trying to find their dad, and you know, the the well, they're their dads, I should say. Well, no, only really one of them. They're not yeah, brothers, they're the best Wednesday.
3: friends. We already knew Hero had already passed. Yeah.
2: yeah. So and and I like that. I like that dichotomy there where one kid is trying to find his dad and the other kid is mourning his dad. Mm. Yeah. So trying to help each other and they're trying to help each other out. So I, I see how it can work. (laughs) The problem is that it doesn't quite work because of the, the character writing in this. But I will say, I do like, I do appreciate that. And then you find out, you know, you know, Irene is Annie's mother and then that mm-hmm. becomes a bit of a thing because even though the plot twist doesn't really work and then the character writing botches it again but so there's a lot of stuff about family in this particularly parent child yeah. relationships and yeah. I think that's mirrored a little bit when you get Island girl give her a name guys and Kong which is why episode 7 will break your heart Mm-hmm. mm-hmm the you know, be, it, although their relationship is different in that it's not really it's they're best friends which i i wonder yeah. if that's mm-hmm. kind of supposed to be a, a thing with mike and charlie as well cuz they're supposed to be best friends too
3: well one of the things just, kind of just jumping off of that the theme i saw throughout this whole thing was trust, trust everything yeah, around agree. this is based on either there people are trying to earn each other's trust they are they already trust each other there's a lot of distrust Mm -hmm. a a lot of it hit me when looking at between dog and charlie for the yeah in episodes five and six yeah that was good neither one of them trusts each other at the very beginning but at the end of it they've come to understand at least come to an understanding yeah even though you're and and they do trust each other but then there's so much other mistrust and trust issues going throughout the whole thing yeah so trust was really the theme that really hit me is what this was trying to talk about yeah
2: yeah and because yeah there is a lot of mistrust going on and probably the best example of utter mistrust is probably annie and it also is who which one of the boys uh, which one of the boys was crushing on her i can't remember charlie, charlie. was it charlie
3: yeah and he charlie, Andy, you know, charlie the, was crushing on her Mike wasn't because he was too busy trying not to die of sting poisoning. Seriously.
2: Yes, that's the other thing from the Kraken is that the the it, it injects a venom into people and there's no resolution While for that. Yeah, it, still but, don't know if he survived. We still uh, don't know, don't know. Anyway. and that's yeah, so here. he was a little distracted, and, and so I guess the idea again, the idea is that Charlie's trying to build trust with Annie. Because he thinks she's the coolest girl he's ever known. I'm like, kid, you need to meet more girls. (laughs) But we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get to that. Again, it seems, that's what's frustrating about this. The more I talk about the show, the more I realize it could have been great, but they don't get there. Like, the ideas are there. Yeah. Yeah. The ideas are there. There's so. But they're executed much so badly. Agree. There's
3: so much missed potential. Yeah.
2: Throughout this whole thing, except
3: for episode seven. <laughs> episode seven <laughs> knocks it out of the ballpark. Exactly. <laughs> we it, keep it, going it back it to that. Watching and, for seven. And what kills me is we watch you watch that episode. and It's like. Okay, this creative team knows what, th- doesn't actually know
2: how to do this. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they do this the rest of the oh, season? D- d- save that energy. Save that energy for later. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I, I will, but, uh, but going back to, you know, talking about trust. Get activated, trust yeah, me. But going back to trust, that's what makes episode seven so tragic because Kong has a best friend. This is It's classic Kong when we get to this, where he has a human woman that he is. Bonded with like they are best mm-hmm. friends, and mm-hmm. they're you know, they hang out with each other. And she has she just trusts Kong intrinsic, intrinsically, at least at first. She has tremendous respect for him. And then we the, the chameleons attack, she nearly dies several times. Kong mm-hmm. busts his butt, saving her, he gets mm-hmm. horrendously hurt, saving her. And then she has the audacity to say, you're not a king. You're just a dumb animal, which is the title of that episode. And I'm like, how Like the, the audacity you have woman, the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> I just, why, how could you, how could you dare say, say that? And then Kong tries to make it up to, he, he kind of turns into like the scorned boyfriend at that point, which is kind of weird. Cause he tries to bring her quote unquote flowers. And he's like, I don't need mm-hmm. these. But then after oh, that, it's like, tweet. fine, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and then there's another monster attack. And the episode ends with him holding this girl in his mm-hmm. hand. She has been mortally wounded. She just reaches up to him and her last words are my king. Yeah. Yeah. And then she literally right. dies in his hand.
3: Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, it, and, and it's immediately after this, I texted both of y'all i episode seven has me officially pissed. Why isn't the rest of the show like this?
2: Yes. Exactly. And I'm like, what just happened? You, you, you had these two characters basically have a falling out to the point where I didn't like the Island girl for, for a hot minute. I, the Island girl was on the same level as Annie for me, mm-hmm. but then you brought it back around and actually told a great story with it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, it 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 wounded me. It wound, it genuinely wounded me seeing that. And then the expression on Kong was so brilliantly animated as you pointed yes, out. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just like, my gosh, this is this is some of the most pathos that I've seen in a Kong story in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the
3: it's all ruined in the last five seconds when yeah uh, it is. the team shows back up yeah. and we get the stupidest lines in the show and we get the
2: stupidest lines of the show and Annie laughs yeah, at yeah. everything and oh my gosh. I'm like I'm can Annie we... needs to go back to the orphanage <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, send her please send her back to the back orphanage. Her island
0: yeah 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 so uh, again again it's there it is there yeah. At the core of the core of this thing is a good, solid mm-hmm. rock thing, but they don't do a thing with it. All right,
2: all right. We've been dancing around it. We need to talk about the characters because this wants to be a character-driven show.
3: Oh, it yeah. wants to be. Well, it really wants to be. Really wants to be. Now, you know, let me start so off. Talk about,
2: let yeah. me no, Let me start off with this. There's one in particular we're gonna have to talk about. But do you feel like? I I, I get well I we've established yeah in episode 7 this is certainly true but do you do you think Kong is an effective character
0: in this he's not simply a kaiju or a titan if, we're, t- if we're talking simply of episode 7 he not not include sorry
3: no go not ahead. including episode 7 the only time he's actually a character and not just random animal who shows up to to for, for five seconds mm-hmm. is this in episode eight, but that's only because they're building off of what happened in episode. Yeah. Seven. And yeah.
2: I actually have an issue with how he's handled in episode eight, because even though that Kaiju fight is great, if you stop and think about it, because again, the flashback was just for the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kong is a tool. And the fact that I know the tragic backstory with the, cause the necklace belonged to the Island girl. That's why he keeps yeah, it yeah. around knowing that and that they're now they're using it to exploit him and turn him into a tool. It made me angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I was angry while also thrilled at the at the kaiju fight.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I did interrupt you. Jacob. No, you're what good. were you about to say? You're good. Be like, yeah, Kong outside of episode 7 is simply just either he's a threat or he's a tool. That is mm-hmm. all he is in the show. Be like, yeah, we see his big footprint and then we see little glimpses of him here and he shows up. Be like, they're going How how long is Kong in this show?
2: Someone actually tallied it up. I think it's he has maybe. I think I think it's between thirteen and fifteen minutes of actual screen time. Not yeah. And I know people down. were trying to compare it to Godzilla and Singular Point because I think they said yeah that show is five episodes longer, but Godzilla has actually has less screen time or something like that. There's but there's Godzilla supposed to be a disparity that- with. With the, uh, Godzilla
3: with and that, the, his th- the threat of him was felt throughout the entire series. And mm-hmm. Kong and this Kong one. is if, when Kong's not on screen, you're not thinking about Kong.
0: Yeah, no, then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're going to it. arkens back to like this is supposed to be a character driven story, and then you have all these. Blessedly terrible characters,
2: yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah so and we have kind of have a couple different batches of them. I will say this I quote unquote Island girl. I wish she was in more of it. if you just look at episodes if you in the grand scheme of things, she might have actually been the best character in the show, but she's only in episode seven. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. She's a one-off character. We talked about like she has so much she's such a dynamic character because she's both kind of petty, but also incredibly respectful of Kong at the same time. Like she truly does love Kong. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, she was just mad at him because she's like, yeah, it's your fault that these things tried to kill me. You know, I, the way I was looking at, it, she was saying, yeah, you saved my life, but if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have even gotten into the situation. Right, Right. So, it's actually understandable. And then, you know, like I said, she ha- she ha- she actually has a character arc. Guys. Nice. In one she episode, she arc. had more of a character arc than everybody else in the show. Yeah. You're that, not kidding.
3: That's, Cause that's the thing. There are no other character arcs in this show, other than getting from point a to point B with nothing for the characters
0: to grow off of. Yeah. I, I would, I would say this, the only real big character arcs, would probably be between charlie and dog with their development like they don't trust each other at first like we said earlier yeah and that was a good idea to trust yeah. each other.
2: that was a good idea get yeah. you know yeah. forcing those two characters together for an episode or two to, yeah, that was you know, to try to get back to the rest of the group that was actually a really good idea and i know you guys told me before we went on the air that you think well that maybe not that he's the best character but you know, or maybe he is in your opinion but you know you said dog was your favorite character. Yes. <laughs> dog is the
3: only character in the main cast I respect.
2: <laughs> and for those who don't know dog is this kind of like bear sized kaiju grizzly bear sized kaiju that yeah. was quote unquote tamed and the omni viewer pointed out that he thinks that the fact that a kaiju was tamed in this kind of goes against the theme of the monster verse, which is that man cannot control nature. Man must Mm -hmm. respect nature and work with nature, but cannot control it because the dog is not
0: tamed. And he
3: says multiple times, Mm -hmm. he is not my pet. They -hmm. are just friends.
0: Yeah. Right. But other times she does say she is, he is her pet in some ways. It kind of counters each other in some ways. Well, that's again, bad how, writing, how
3: mess, the messy, the writing, yeah, is. terrible yeah.
0: writing. Yeah. It, it, but
2: uh, when we have the flashback for them showing their backstory, I, you feel for dog. I yeah. wish he, mm-hmm. I, I, this is a, then his name is an example of we're going to not be clever to seem clever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always work guys. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that and yeah. it, it's just, it, that's very hit or miss yeah, back home in Indiana. I just realized that was an intentional reference, but there's a bowling alley that is literally named the bowling alley. Like that's, they're trying to be clever by not sounding clever. Right. So why did you, why did you respect dog?
3: (laughs) I respected dog because of all the characters in this one. He seemed to be the smartest one. (laughs) He seemed to be the most, he was the most cautious of the newcomers far more than Annie was, uh, both of Mike, you know, Michael and Charlie and of everybody else. He was determined enough to get back what he, what was his, which was Annie. Yeah. Uh, He swam from another Island across the ocean to skull Island. They don't actually barely show that, but Mm -hmm. it it happens. Yeah. They still don't explain how that works.
2: Well, it's also weird because the trailers for this gave you the impression that Annie and dog had survived on skull Island but which actually they were on another happen? island yeah. that got taken to Skull Island, which I thought was needless was needlessly complicated. Yeah. yeah. But and how Annie during, somehow knows
0: things about yeah. Skull Island. Yeah, like, that's why is they
2: must have made a change in, in the they must have made a change at some point. Like I guarantee you with this that was originally intended that they were both on Skull Island, surviving on Skull Island, yeah. but then they changed it for some reason. Right.
3: But back to dog Charlie, when you get into that part where he and Charlie are, you know, trying to get back from the Kong's altar for lack of a better name for mm-hmm. that location, the temple and the temple. Yeah. yeah. And they and he, half the time doesn't feel like he needs Charlie, but he's also smart enough that he knows what's going on. He feels smarter than everybody else. It was just every time dog did something, it felt like this is the smartest person here. Yeah. He knows what's going on far better than this. How does Charlie not know he's calling for Annie every time he's howling? I knew that. And I, we hadn't even seen their backstory
2: yet. Yeah. With them howling at the moon. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, our uh, our teenage Kennys, we've talked a oh bit about gosh. them throughout this. Charlie and Mike. I wanted to like them. I yeah. really wanted yeah. to like them. They I... They, but they ended English. up being they ended up being kind of annoying because if this was supposed to be a coming of age where they quote unquote learn to be men through but these incredibly know. harsh they circumstances, know. they don't entirely accomplish that. They don't get to do a whole lot of cool things, unfortunately, True. because they get overshadowed by Annie. 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 A- you know, and oh, yeah. th- they get a little bit of stuff. They get to do a little bit of stuff where you feel like, okay, they're finally. You know, mm-hmm. doing the brave things mm-hmm. at the end, but it feels a little too little too late, you know, because it's Mike forces himself. I don't know how he did it and how nobody saw him and how nothing picked him off, but he manages to basically drag himself to help cap. And yeah, you know, yeah. and even manages to shoot some stuff while almost dead from the Kraken poison. So I, I give him mm-hmm. credit there, but it still seemed a little improbable that he would be able to do that. Cause I don't know if he mm-hmm. had displayed enough sheer determination to do that before this. I don't think the,
3: the two never, neither him nor Charlie had any growth at all throughout this entire story. And that's that's the biggest issue here. I mean, because yeah. they, they're because
2: supposed to be two of our three main characters, essentially. Right. I mean,
3: they, these are the two. These two characters are supposed to be people we're rooting for mm-hmm. to survive this. And I'm sitting here the whole time going, "Okay, Mike. Mike is either going to die or he's going to turn into a kaiju. It could go either way. That <laughs> would about- a good
2: idea. <laughs> and I
3: don't know which way I want this to go." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: That happened to you once? I don't believe you. Unless it's like I, I, there was the kaiju guy and the tick. Unless it was like that, I just, I'm calling BS on that. No. It, and, and Charlie it, is just so insufferable. Oh, well, no. Well, oh, Charlie. I thought you were talking about Charlie. Charlie. I, 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 I was not I, kicked I, over
3: the can yet. no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, Charlie and Mike. When they said incredibly lame Zoomer humor, I need to trademark that. I, I was I kind I would cringe at them and kind of turn against them a little bit, but for the most part, I just felt largely apathetic toward them. Yeah, I, I just I, I just, just didn't did care. Not, I just didn't care about any of the characters. Yeah. I just didn't care the adults. I do think fare a little bit better. Only hmm. because
3: they're not the primary characters. They're secondary yeah. characters. And most and of them are just there like, for the slaughter. That's all they're they, there for. Yeah, and, and even the two main ones, Irene and Cap, they have a plot, but they are they still feel like
2: we're here, but we're not really going to do anything important. Yeah, it, it, what's weird is that Cap gets so wide, mired and wide-eyed wonder at all of the... Crazy megafauna on Skull mm-hmm. Island that he seems to forget for long periods of time that he needs to find his son and his yum, best yum. friend.
3: And well, for a lot of times, his of uh, his that that uh, his
2: best friend's father because he doesn't know he's dead till what episode yeah. six? Yeah. yeah, he forgets that for long periods of time. He's like, dude, focus.
3: I mean, I could understand him being in wide eyed wonder about all the stuff he's seen Cause this is basically what he's been looking for. Yeah. You know, that's the, the whole thing. time.
2: Yeah. He's been looking yeah, so for I, stuff like I this. I could
3: forgive that if there wasn't at least some mental conflict, he's always fighting of, Oh, all oh, this is great and beautiful. I got to find my son. Oh, this is amazing. I've got to find my son. Where is he? I'm yeah. worried about him. I give me a scene where he's, sitting there at night wondering where his son is. And also looking at, you know, this giant field of deadly killer flowers yeah, and not go and not have a conversation with Irene, which is the only person he would have a conversation with. And have her says, you know, it's weird. I, 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 this is where I've been trying to get through, get to this whole time. And all this stuff is amazing, but all I really want to do is find my son and leave. Right. Especially since
2: that scene. Yeah. Especially since the last time he saw his son, they had a spat over whether or not he wanted to go to college. Cause like dad's like, I want you to go to college. And he's like, well, what if I don't want to go to college? You know, that sort of a thing.
3: No, 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 no. The son wants to go to that. Oh, the son wants to go to college, college, but that's right. I got it backwards. But yeah, Yeah, but dad
2: wants him to just go on adventures with him. And I'm thinking, which I get, but that's also backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but, but but I, but I, I, I'm like, I get it that the son maybe he, I think the idea is that Charlie just wants to have a typical life. Yeah, but is I'm also thinking, it's like, because dude, he's you he's get an to an go, go on form. absolutely crazy adventures with your dad and travel around the world. I would be pumped at this. <laughs> Especially since it's very obvious your dad is looking for Godzilla. Yeah.
0: Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
2: yeah, because yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's a flashback where he where he's saying, like, I saw this thing in the water. It was bioluminescent yes. and it was blue. And, and I thought for a hot second, I was like, is this... A Godzilla Easter egg? No, it's the Kraken because the Kraken's bio. No, no,
3: he's not looking for the Kraken because he says, when when someone asks him, "Is this what you've been looking for?" He says, "No, this is something new." So it's yeah. like that was my clue. You've been looking for Godzilla, yeah, and you never found him.
2: Oh, okay, I guess you might yeah. have a point there. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Either that or again, yeah, this Godzilla is another example of 90s, sloppy but. writing.
3: Well, mm. it's it's probably also further proof that this was all jammed into the monster verse at the last minute. Probably.
2: Yeah. Sure, Jimmy. Start taking shots every time I bring up sloppy writing. You're gonna get plastered well, really fast. <laughs> and I don't want a drunk producer. I've had a drunk producer before. It was not fun. Anyway. No, I bet it wasn't fun. <laughs> no, I heard that episode. It yes, you did. Fun. That was something. But anyway. So, it, it, I, the funny thing is, is if you stop and think about it, Irene makes a little bit more sense because Irene's more focused. Yeah. Although, yeah. I think at this point, now actually at this point, well, she's not looking for Annie. She's assuming that Annie is dead because she says, I buried you. Yeah she thought Danny had been dead for 10 years until 2 weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah until he discovered until two weeks until 2 weeks ago so I think that's it is why she's there, right? She's looking. Is she looking for Annie or is she there to get something else? I forget.
0: No, she's looking for Annie. She is looking she for Annie. She was looking okay. for
3: Annie, and I kind of got the feeling this was the closest we got to a mention of Monarch, even though they never said Monarch, mm-hmm. because it sounded like somebody found the island Annie was on. They mentioned it. It got back to her. The only organization that would have probably been
2: there would have been Monarch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, that's and how she found out about it and got involved. That's okay, and I would like to point out that... Annie wants you to think that those mercs. (laughs) Yes, I know the worst mercs ever that they were trying to kill her. But when you actually watch the flashback, I'm sorry, dog came after them. What were they supposed to do? True. Sure. He was, they they were intruding on his territory, but he came after them. What did you expect? (laughs) Well, Annie's
3: motivations, which we'll have to get to in a oh, minute. Work. I know we're saving that one to last, yes. oh, but yeah.
2: are they, there's much to be desired desired. Yes. But, it, but at least Irene but I makes I, I more, can, oh, sense, I, but I, like I was saying, I read so much. Yeah. I makes more sense because she's actually there. She's not getting distracted too much mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. all of the things on skull island. She's there because and she never loses sight of her goal, even when we don't know what it is. Now, she's a little weird when we first meet her because she tries to play the she tries to play dumb and it just felt weird. Like the actor's yeah, performance was just awkward. Yeah. When she was trying to play dumb and then we found out, Oh yeah, no, I'm I got mercenaries and I'm doing stuff. And oh I'll just like Okay, woman. <laughs> I'm wait. Just, will you please name direct Monarch? It never happens because yeah, that's yeah, what I thought just, she was doing. Either that or how she. How hard was, is it to name drop that for in one line? Yeah, yeah. You would think. <laughs> you you would think just
0: or just to see a logo in that hospital room at the end. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. giving you a little easter egg the ones really yeah happening. i will give irene credit
2: i will give irene credit i think she's the only character who ever tries to call annie out on her bs thank oh. you of course she does she's the mother she's mom She should be calling her mother she should be calling her out for bs and speaking of bs jimmy cross the podcast streams Rentmaster activated is not only the worst character in this show, she is the worst character in the Monsterverse. She makes no freaking sense and she's an insufferable narcissistic psychopath. Amen, brother. I don't care if the idea, again, the idea is not unreasonable. It is not unreasonable. You want to have some Sheena girl who survived out here on the island with her big bad doggy companion? I'm actually open to that concept. But why is she an insufferable boss wench? And I'm saying wench to be at least a little bit polite. I I hate this chick so much. And I'm like, I I, I was concerned (laughs) when I watched the trailer and she's spouting off lines. Like I am the giant monster. And, and just like okay, I I hope I hope that the idea here is that you're either the villain, which clearly wasn't going to be the route they were going to take, or you were going to get humbled. She never gets humbled, and, and the most we get is her mother says she's a brat. I'm like, why don't you actually say it to her face, please? And Brad is polite. She may yes. I just I don't understand this character. I, I get it. If you're on an island constantly trying to survive, it's going to harden you. How do you turn into a narcissist? I don't get it. it. And the thing is, when we see her in the flashback, when she's a little girl, she actually acts like a human being. I was actually sympathizing with her, And then I had to switch that up because like, no flashback, you are not going to make me feel sorry, use this to make me feel sorry for present day Annie. I refuse to feel sorry for present day Annie. No. And then, okay, I'm going to point out something that this might be the most controversial thing I've ever said on the podcast. If you swap the genders for our three main characters, the loudmouth minority of the internet would have eviscerated this show with that first trailer because she says, are all boys as useless as you? And the boys just agree with her. That didn't ingratiate me to those two boys either. No, no. I'm sorry. You switch that and you make it crazy narcissistic Tarzan instead of Sheena. And it's two teenage girls who get stranded on the Island. And he says, are all girls as useless as you? And they agree that never would you never would have gotten away with it no you never would have gotten away with it but she gets to be that way because girl i it, it makes no sense especially since in the flashback her father dies saving her life and she doesn't care that that does not seem to affect her at all why wouldn't it why would she be so obnoxiously ignorant of a lot of things. Why would she have no concept of manners? Why would she have a zero respect for boys?
3: Okay. It, I'm going to jump in on this part so I can start
2: ranting myself. Let her
0: rip. I'll go. go with
2: this. I'll, I will give tag. her. I'll tag, I'll tag you in, man. We're going to do this pro wrestling style. Yeah. You ready for this, Jacob? This yeah. is you, you, We're a three-man tag team right now with this wench.
3: I <laughs> will give this Annie this much. She's a feral child. She was a brat when her father died and she was left on the island all by herself. She, you can kind of see, you, you don't get a chance to see that, but good night if, she, if the, the size of that boat, she had to have been a brat. She, I, I can see how she has no social etiquette uh, manners whatsoever only because she's a feral child who grew up in the state, grew up away from every other human being for the past, what, eight years? Like I think 10 years, I think. I'm, yeah, right. something like Ten, that. Yeah, okay, because she's 16 at the end. I'm still going... If she's 16 now, and you had to have been what eight when you were Seven. left on this island, how do you not know your own age at this point? Is the is the weather on Skull Island this bad that you? Can't oh no, no, tell no, no she's many... not on Skull Island, man. She's not from Sorry, Skull no. Island. Sorry, let me rephrase. Pseudo Skull Island. No, <laughs> say, if it can't be Skull Island, let's see what's
2: next. Cockex Island, I don't know. <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> Island, Monster yeah, Island, I'm the really Beta Site, the other Monster Island, uh, it's just Humongous
0: Island. I don't know. Yeah,
2: good. Maybe she could nice. be in the Digital Dog Island.
0: <laughs> yeah, get a Digimon to eat her. Thank you very much. And we know what feed that's her.
2: Right. Like. Yeah. Thanks. To <laughs> feed her to the first nasty thing you find on the island, please. Right.
3: I I can maybe understand how she's missing social norms because she's not been around it for a year. She's not had to think about it. However, that does not give you the right to make this character completely hateable. Exactly. And I don't understand why Charlie likes her. She is a main character. I should like her. Better than anyone else, or if there's a reason I don't like her, I need it needs to be a, a flaw that she can overcome. But this is not a flaw for her to overcome. This is her personality, period, and she doesn't care if she becomes a better person or not. No, hmm. and what makes I it worse, even understand, not wanting to leave the island and go go back with her mother to New York. I get that. But at the same time, you need to understand, girl, that this world is bigger than you and these islands. Yes. You, and you what made makes- understand your mother was she thought you were dead. The fact that and that, that would have been painful enough as it is, mm-hmm. then she finds out you're alive, that's going to That's, that's gotta get her hopes. It's like, oh, my little girl's still alive. We've got to go and save her. And then you get out there and and then your dog, which I still is the most, my favorite character in the show. Your dog attacks everybody and you shoot at the dog. And of course, she doesn't understand you're there to save her. She thinks that you're here to attack her and enslave her or whatever. It's kind of what it feels like. Mm. And then you kidnap her, you chain her onto your ship. So, of course, she's not going to like that. And then, of course, she escapes and you all. Because she's a Mary, Mary Sue. Sue. I said it. I said it. Annie has, I understand why Annie was mad at all this going on. I could see that from her point of view. But at the same time, calm yourself,
2: woman. <laughs>
0: You were ready with
2: the. You were ready to have Jet censor that, weren't you? (laughs) What the Jet?
0: And think.
3: Stop and think, Annie, for five seconds you even if you don't realize this is your mother you've got to and you maybe not have seen yourself in the mirror in a while i don't know which i don't believe because her hair is way too nice to to be completely on the island by herself yeah with not having her at all she's she doesn't seem feral she's got she's obviously had a haircut in the last week (laughs) not a great haircut but a haircut (laughs) But she cut it herself with. <laughs> which is funny. I mean, she has a mirror, that means she knows what she looks like. I, she ought to be able to put two and two together like everybody else watching this stupid show and understand that that's her mother.
2: But obviously, she doesn't care. She doesn't care about her mother's no, feelings. She, she only cares I, about her. It's like, why didn't you come find me? Why didn't you just leave me alone on the island for 10 years? I'm like, she thought you were dead, wench. <laughs> Well,
3: I can even understand her not understanding that, that she thought that her mother thought her She was dead because I can see You're in the moment emotions get high It's like everybody must Why doesn't my mom come save me she must not like me Blah blah here's a question Why does she not have A picture of her mother on that On that island with her was there a divorce
2: It was you things bad between mother you and father You know that why actually, that actually Might mother? have been a good way to humanize This Person is right. <sighs> they yeah. gave us, they they gave us an insufferable
3: person as a character and gave us no way to humanize her. Yeah.
2: None whatsoever. And okay. then what makes it worse is even though she's supposed to, I guess, you know, think that these two boys are her friends or something. And one of them is crushing on her and whatever. Yeah. And the one who's crushing on her falls into a bug pit And then Mike's like, hey, you better tell dog to save him because even she says there's giant ants down there. And she's just like, this is her delivery. She goes over to dog says, hey, he says, go down and save him. Dog ignores her. I'm not even going to blame dog. I'm going to blame this all on Annie because clearly she is not communicating the severity of the situation to dog. She's not even using her friendship with dog. to get Dog down there to save her. Yeah. And then Mike says, no, tell him it's important. He says it's important. Dog just walks away. And the only reason she does anything is because Mike says, you're a terrible friend. And then she's like, how dare you call me a terrible friend? Once you were going to let him sit down there and the ants eat him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you got anything for us, Jacob? You got to get in on the end... tag team action.
3: And what makes the end of this so painful? for me Hmm. because here's the thing they obviously are setting up for a sequel do i want one no No. Uh but here's the second problem a part of me is going to want to watch it because it's like wow I am now curious what happened to Mike and to cap and to Charlie yeah. and to Kong and to dog. And you not know, know what's going to happen for the second season. Just the way they set it up. It's all going to be a little orphan Annie running around New York.
0: Oh, brother. Is it going to be a, well, you are you know they're going Kong to make it a w- musical you too. Know
3: Kong couldn't have followed her to New York city. That would break continuity because no one's supposed to know Kong
2: exists by the time he shows up in Godzilla versus Kong they'll jump ahead 30 years or something and she'll be a narcissistic old lady (laughs) which and that's the and that's the other thing that worries me
3: this is part of a cinematic universe technically allegedly Allegedly, the monsterverse has not done a good job with its human characters reusing them throughout the entire franchise yes there's been at least uh, there was some connection between king of the monsters and godzilla versus kong but that's it and now i'm afraid we're going to get some live action version of Annie either in the Apple TV show. That's Uh, coming up in the next year. No, or she's going to be in Godzilla and Kong and I'm going to be sitting there going, don't bring this character. No, no.
2: I have already, Jimmy, Jimmy will vouch for me on this. I have already started a petition that has been signed by myself and Jimmy and even my pseudo sister. To ban Annie from Monster Island, like do not bring her to the island. No one wants to see her, unless they're weirdos.
3: Do do (laughs) me a favor, hand
2: that petition to
3: me right now. I will. Here you go.
2: Right now. (laughs) Add your names, both of you. Here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Annie is banned from the island. Just no. Send her back to Skull Island. We don't care. <laughs> or even the Femur Island. Yeah. You're I mean, the, you, you're here, make it really amusing for all of us. Throw her back to Skull Island. Send a few camera drones to follow her, and we'll see how long she lasts. It'll be like the Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> except the only me. people, you're except not. the only things that are hungry are the monsters. And I don't know. She might be so insufferable that like one of the monsters on Skull Island
0: would, would grab her and be like, nope, <laughs> and just better right now. I'm not the, eating the, that. The worries <laughs> me is that dog is still her friend. He's got to be
3: somewhere between those two islands. Cause there's no way he's swimming to the mainland, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's cause that's the only thing that kept it protected her so far. Yeah. That's it With dog. It's the only reason she's alive. Yeah. Yeah. And clearly she does
2: not have the skills to pay the bills. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, and obviously the only friend she would have would be an animal because clearly dog does not realize how insufferable she is. Exactly. (laughs) Congratulations. The only friend you have is an animal who just basically loves you unconditionally. Congratulations.
3: Oh my.
0: Oh. Jacob, it's your turn. Yeah, oh I tried God. to pass it off to you a few minutes ago, but no, no, yeah, no, you feel like you're good. It's the the fact that like this character, we set up that like she doesn't know things, but then all of a sudden she knows what this word means. She knows what these dialogues mean. She knows what modern language is. And yes, she's stuck on a stupid island by herself, apparently. But it looks like, according to the information we're given, there's people on the island that speak English. That speak English. She knows what's going on. She's not like she acts dumber than a brick, but she knows what's going on. She, she knows about Kong. She knows all this stuff, but she's playing dumber than a brick. Well, and how would she even know any of that stuff? Because she's not from Skull Island. Yeah. Yes. So oh, yeah, she's yeah, both incredible. This, this is, the, was is baffling. She is both incredibly
2: stupid and unrealistically intelligent at the same time. How do you
0: achieve that? Yeah, and you bad writing. And- That's how you do it mm-hmm. exactly. And be like the the fact you both Jim and did exactly right. You're like this girl. The entire time you have people who are being compassionate and trying to love her the entire time and ignoring them, ignoring what they're trying to do for her. And it's like, oh, no, be like you abandoned me. It's like, okay, understanding you got abandoned. Your mother didn't know this. And then she's finally trying to bring you back, trying to love on you because she loves you that much. And you won't give a crap oh
2: yeah and then, oh you would hear some of the There's lines what would hear so some of the lines teenage- that you know these golden Thanks. lines that she keeps spouting off you know i've already mentioned some of things about the boys and and all that yeah. you know and what was it Just a, well, oh you I, I, you'd I, I, probably I die get... without me shut up uh, <laughs> okay i will <laughs> <laughs> what
3: <laughs> no i was i'm trying i wanted to get this point out before you got into the lines real quick oh sorry there is only so much teenage angst that works with this yeah i get that that's what they're going for with this character that oh she's a teenager she hates everything blah blah, blah. she has no reason
0: to hate these people <laughs> no she's been on an island quote-unquote by herself for she 12 years she 12 is years. not the one who is allowed to have
3: teenage janks charlie i can see having teenage janks yeah, but I, not annie
2: yeah no no she's and been the, by sorry. herself
0: with animals allegedly sorry no there's no 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 i i I totally get
2: it i uh, i'm being a bit of a terrible host jimmy is shaking his head at me a little bit right now i can tell but no like here's some of those other golden lines from her (laughs) yeah he said i think you're just jealous i have an island and you just have breakfast shut up i'm a best friend everyone knows that shut up you are not a best friend no No, you are not Oh my gosh. I, I, is this an animal? I think it's an animal. I'm going to kill you if that bird kills me. I can't remember if that's her or her mother. It's stupid her, either uh, way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and here's one. The, uh, the, this is an exchange. I, she has with one of the boys, I forget who. He's, I think it's Charlie. He says, you're awake. And she says, and you're smart. Uh, yeah. the, the and then she the buzz kills he, episode seven. With her psychotic laugh at the end after Charlie says, yes. we're going to oh, go get the nice. monkey. And then she's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and then, then it starts the next episode. She's like, you're stupid. That's not going to work. Shut up. In fact, that was my first note on episode eight. I just wrote, shut up, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am oh. the giant monster. And always oh, she says, oh, I should have named stuff. it. When she fight when she discovers cars, like you know, like, oh, you're seventeen or sixteen, whatever. You would be learning to drive a car right now. And then she looks at dog and says, I should have named you car. No,
3: that's not what she says. She says, Well, I guess I drive you around. Yeah, that's what a
0: that dumb line is. Stupid writing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But by, by, the, by the end of it. Was I, there not a script doctor on this? Oh, Jeez. they should have given it to me. <laughs> I would have fixed it. <laughs> I
2: yes. would have fixed it so much. I would have been like, you it's need like, to completely rewrite this character or you need to have a lot more. You have the entire rest of the cast calling her out on her BS and Charlie should not be crushing on her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or actually
3: make her live up to the hype that she is selling. Mm -hmm. She is hyping herself up throughout this entire thing.
2: And she is probably the least helpful character in the show. Yeah. I mean, like what what does she do in the end? What does she do in the end? She rides dog carrying a, a necklace to make the monkey run after them. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's I'm did. glad that they didn't do something nuts. Like she's the one who actually kills the Kraken or something ridiculous like that. Do not rub Kong of his glory.
0: Yeah. Thank you. That, that would have been, if that would have happened in that episode, I would have turned it off at that point and be like, Nope, I'm done. We're, uh, we're trying to give this very unlikable character, all the glory and she doesn't need it. And like, this is a movie about Kong, not this uh, character. And what, just gets to me
2: as I have heard more, though, so than I've actually seen people defending this character. I even had one guy who changed his entire TikTok handle to Annie's number one fan and then basically turned his TikTok into an Annie Stan account because he honestly loves the character because he says. She's basically me if I was a girl and he he left that comment because I did many reviews of each episode as I was watching them and he said that to me in one of them and I just responded with because I'm trying not to be rude. I just responded with I'm sorry and then he made some dumb comment about how he loves her and hates himself or something. I'm like you are weird and I don't understand you. I'm going to leave that alone right now. That is a hornet's nest. I do not want to even yeah, budge. Yeah, exactly. And you're a weirdo.
0: <laughs> now, I, I can understand where people would be like, oh, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy this. But if you're looking at like the story itself and the writing yeah. itself and be like, oh, I can relate to that character. Oh, you can, you can relate to a complete narcissist who hates everybody else around I, her. Who, so I think it, the, the fact that there are people who like her
2: and relate to her, I think says more about the times in which we live. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The audience, that audience response, which I'm assuming is a minority, but that audience response probably says more. Yeah. Like I said, about the times we live in, then the people who made it true. <sighs> yeah. And like I said, and this is coming from the same guy who wrote love and monsters. Love and monsters was not like this. <laughs> love of monsters was like episode seven. <laughs> Cause I thought I really thought the Island girl for a minute or for a hot minute, I thought like you just got to the same level as Annie. How dare you say Kong is not a King and he's just a dumb animal. But then she came back around cause she had an arc Annie has nothing. None of these characters have any arc whatsoever.
3: <sighs> very, very little arc. And an Annie animal. is just the worst one of it because not only she, because she has no redeeming qualities. No, I could forgive Charlie and Mike and Cap for a lot of things and pretty much every other character. I can forgive a lot if we had if if it was written better. But there is no excuse for Annie no matter how good the writing is because she's just the most unlikable character. Maybe you could make it work if you if you did something that made me like her, but this character I feel was written to make people hate her. I don't know. I I can't can't see. That's the thing. I don't know.
2: I'm not entirely convinced that these writers necessarily meant for people to hate her. They, I swear to you, they must have thought because these boss babe type characters are just popular in Hollywood right now, despite the fact that people generally reject them. They seem to think, oh, people love characters like this, but we don't. You need to stop giving us these characters and then get mad at us when we don't like them. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, there's a huge disconnect with that. That's what gets to me. If the idea was you're supposed to hate her, you succeeded, but I don't think that was the case because if, because I think the writing would have been better if the idea was you're supposed to hate her. Because if you're supposed to hate her, why is Charlie in love with her? Other than the fact that he's dumb. (laughs) It needs to meet more girls.
3: So hard not to reference a character in Star Trek Discovery. Which one? I I am surprised you couldn't guess from that, from what I just said, which character. Is that Michael Burnham? Yes. It's the same character traits. God. Except you're supposed except, to not like
2: her because she's the first mutineer near Starfleet. Except I, I give them credit. I think they were trying Alicia. to course correct as the show went on. We're not
3: trying. getting into that because this is not a Star Trek discovery. I know it's actually. not, but I'm just saying
2: trying, maybe not succeeding, but trying.
3: I'm just saying the best thing to come out of Discovery was Strange New Worlds.
2: I was going to say Saru, but what, you know, but that's
3: well, I like Saru also, but, yeah, really, but that's a
2: whole other, that's a whole other Anson bottle Mount of wax right Pike there. Is, but Hanson
3: Mounted Pike is the most brilliant casting decision I've ever seen. So yeah.
2: Anyway, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I had to talk about better shows. Yes. I, I understand. I understand. Yes, it was cathartic. Was it cathartic for you gentlemen?
3: Oh, I've been wanting to say something since I finished that episode. Yesterday. It was very
0: de- decompressing. Very. It was very helpful. It was like, oh, the 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 dogs come out of the kennel. Obviously, we uh, heard him earlier. Yes, we did. For <laughs> for a change, and uh, it was very soothing to finally just erupt in the frustration of the show and and mm-hmm. like, yeah. Again, thank you very much, Nate, for. Pointing us to this and uh, be like,
3: allowing us to, to, to bash this character into oblivion.
2: Yeah. Oh, we do. We needed to. Uh, we needed to. And I, yes. I'm, a, I am, would not be surprised if there was some form of backlash, but I really don't care because I, because uh, we actually have a foundation to stand on. Unlike, I think most of the counter arguments we might get. Yes. Yeah. I haven't heard
0: any he good ones.
3: Because, mo- hey, m- more people, more people uh, interface with either one of us. That's just going to push our numbers up. And hey, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, True. Yeah, it's so true. It's it's so mean, so true.
0: It's like, f- oh, my gosh. What are these people? What are these guys talking about? Hey, I want to listen to that. Yeah.
3: They're, they're,
0: oh, they hate daddy. Oh, dude, they hate daddy. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: uh. Oh, oh, wait, they might actually have a good point. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, don't I don't want to admit uh, this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That,
2: that anyway, I think yeah. I'm going to that ranked as one of my favorite rant masters, and it's not even on the power trip. Uh, that was that was wonderful that was so good. wonderful all right let's that, move that was actually that was better than the one the one I did on the power trip <laughs> I gave you one retroactively admittedly <laughs>
3: I immediately jumped into it
2: before you could hit the button yeah you did <laughs> yeah I did all right let's move on All right, yeah, we've gone on a little longer than I was expecting. I once uh, you know, we're at a point where we're going to start wrapping things up. Normally, we would have the typical MIFV shenanigans and uh, theatrics for things like our Patreon shoutouts, but I'm just going to read them off here really quick. Because, like I said, we got to start wrapping things up here. You know, there's some listener feedback and all that that I'm going to save for some future episodes. So. Our MIFV Max patrons on Patreon, th- a big thank you to Travis Alexander, Danny Damana, Eli Harris, Bex from Redeemed Otaku, Damon Noise, The Cellcast, you guys, Yay, so thank woo. you. Tofu Fury. Eric Anderson, Ted Williams, Winja the Ninja, Brad, Batman Edelman, Christopher Reiner, the Indiscrite One. And we got not one, not two, but three new patrons in the last month or so. So big shout out to Jake Hambrick, Edwin Gonzalez, and Matt Walsh, but not that Matt Walsh. (laughs) So specific. Yeah. (laughs) All right, what do you got?
3: Okay, so our patron shout out we got pauljpowers.com, Book of Gaming, Ashley and Francisco Ruiz,
2: and we just added, it appears, Kiana McNabb. So, oh, congratulations. Congratulations, gentlemen. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. All right. And, Now we all know what time it is, and apparently this is another catchphrase I am becoming well-known for. Shameless self-promotion! So, really quick, check out Kaiju Ramen Magazine, where I am the editor and one of the staff writers. We got issue 9 out right now. Issue 10 will be out soon. Also check out my other podcast, Henshin Men, a podcast about the appreciation of Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and eye-kicking adventures, and the power trip... A journey through the Power Rangers franchise, although we're doing some Super Sentai and comic book coverage right now. My friend uh, my friend Michael Hamilton and I, while we're waiting for 30th anniversary Power Rangers stuff. And I'm also a cast member for the X-Men audio drama and the Power Rangers audio drama for Scyther Inc. Productions. And I'm frequently on Kaiju Weekly. I'm on their rotating panel of hosts. So, mm-hmm. and check out my author website, NathanJSMarchand.com, and all the socials will be in the credits, which you should listen to. Anyway.
3: Okay, I'm gonna start this off doing my best, Nathan James Norman impression. This podcast is part of the Culture Box Media Network. For more for more shows like this, listen to go to culturebox.media. Anyway, also, Cellcast Podcast (laughs) is our podcast. We review animated movies and television shows. Come join us over there. We are coming up on some fun months here coming soon. It's gonna be fun. Yes, especially if you like to hear more bashing of bad stuff, because we do have bad movie month. Oh, is bad movie movie month coming back? Oh just, just yes. wait. Just wait. <laughs> we got we got some interesting ideas coming down the pike. Yes. Uh, also, also myself, I am uh, <laughs> I'm a cast member on uh, Gospel by Gaslight, uh, which is coming back uh, soon. So keep an eye out for that, Jake. <laughs>
0: So, where? <laughs> <laughs> you so, so easily. Yes, yeah, so you can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. And also, you can find my Jacob's Daily Art Corner where I try to draw, try to draw each and every day. I'm not successful at it all the time, but I try. You can find me on Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter at Jacob Heron. All right. One last thing
2: before we sign out. Normally this would be about the point. Well, actually, be before the shameless self-promotion, but where I would be promoting the next couple of episodes. I'm actually not going to do that necessarily. I am going to mention that we are going to do another episode like this in a few short months because we got another Kaiju animated project coming up. Yeah. Camera Rebirth. We're getting back together to talk about that, and hopefully it's better than this. Camera, camera, camera is really neat.
3: eternal. We've, We've been eating camera. <laughs> and,
2: and Jacob is for... like, I don't know what you nerds are talking about. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
3: We've heard it once before because I, I had to play it last year on something. <laughs> 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 so yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that when that comes back around. Yes, and like I said, hopefully. Which I think will... I may have forgot to tell Jacob we were talking about that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Generation.
2: Uh,
3: uh, uh, hey, 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 it's
2: it's gamma, it's Japanese, it, it and it's only it's six a giant episodes. Giant
3: turtle that is not
2: Bowser. Bro. He has a giant turtle who can fly like a flying saucer because his leg holes are jets and he breathes fire. Somehow.
0: So he's not a ninja turtle? He's the original ninja turtle, sir. Yes. As as Weirdly as he shows up in that first
3: movie out of nowhere half the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Although the thing about Gamera, he has a he has a dozen movies to his credit and the quality of them is all over the place. Generally Godzilla films are fairly consistent, even you know there's some dips in quality obviously, but they don't dip as low as Gamera does. That's the problem. Like the old Gamera movies, mediocre two absolutely terrible in fact one of them is the one of the worst kaiju movies i've ever seen but then you get to the 90s where he may came back with a vengeance and had three of the best kaiju movies ever made plus a really underrated one that was made after that
3: i need to finish the Heise stuff because i've only watched the
2: first one. Oh, guardian of the universe is great i've seen guardian of the universe they it's only, only get better
3: they and that was only because that. it was randomly on Hulu and I had two hours to kill. Yep. So it's
2: like, Oh, I heard this on M.I.F.E. I, I bet I'll enjoy this movie. Yeah. But that's, what's wacky about Gamera. Now he's getting an anime. So we'll see how that goes. Why not? It's working for everybody else. I mean, yeah, that he he's joining the anime club now. Cause Godzilla has an anime. <laughs> Kong has a anime and well, no Kong had an anime in the sixties. So I have to retract that. And now mm. Gamera is finally getting one. So, the big
3: three. Now, Gamera just needs a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Oh, boy.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, my. Oh, anyway. My. All right. And until next time, kaiju lovers. In the meantime, this has been Drew.
0: This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. Jimmy, cue the credits.
1: You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page, Drew's Photo Bin to see his photography. His letterbox page at G. George 759. His Twitter at G. George 759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast. On Twitter at cast underscore cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts. Google Play Podcasts. Stitcher. Spotify. Or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cell cast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box media networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell, with a single L.